What is going on, everybody? We are back. We are on episode four, possibly five. We don't even know anymore. And we are giving you all the tea. We promised some uh, hot dog shirt stories. We promised tons of shade will be spilled. We're bringing things into the light. We are ready to dive into it. We hope you are too. Let's let's get into it. Corey, lead us off. We've led the people on for a whole week. We didn't tell them anything. All they know is there's a man in a hot dog shirt. Go ahead. I'll let you take it away. You know, I was like debating on whether to to start with the iconic line that resulted from this whole <laughs> this whole event, um, which was this guy that we knew from high school and randomly ran into a bar um, that same night. He says, are you really going to let a man in a hot dog shirt make you cry? And ain't that the truth, honestly? Isn't that the truth? Who hasn't had a man in a hot dog shirt try and make them cry? I'm telling you. These men sometimes really think that they're bringing their A game and they're dressed like they're fresh out the crusty crowd. It's a, it's a rough life we're living, you guys. Um, but yeah, we were in the middle of a bar, didn't think anything of it. And... Um, you know, problems of living in a small town is that people from high school will literally call you out on your shit and tell you that you need to toughen up. So, you know, all good things. <laughs> yeah. So basically, here's the story. Um, I was dating this guy who honestly was kind of a D-bag. And um, I was out. We were out together, like girls night. We went out dancing. And... He's like, oh, like, what are you doing right now? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I'm out with my best friend. Like, we're just having a good time. And he's like, oh, where are you? And I didn't really think a lot about it. Um, and I was like, oh, we're at, we're at this, like, bar. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, this mofo shows up at yeah, the bar. Now we at. know. <laughs> now we know. We should have thought a little more into why. Why was he asking, where are you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't feel like. That's a weird question to ask, but you know, if you don't want someone showing up where you are, maybe don't tell them. Um, so he shows up. He's wearing a uh, what? what mm, I can't think of what that movie's called. The Sandlot. He's wearing a Sandlot shirt, oh, and it has 100%. hot dogs all over it. All over it, every inch. Um. So he shows up. He's trying to like hang out with me, and I'm like. Um, I very explicitly told you that I was out like at girls night with my best friend. And I was like, I'm not trying to hang out with you. Like I'm not breaking girl code. I have no interest in doing this with you right now. Like I'm just trying to hang out with my friend. Mm -hmm. And, um, he was not happy about that. Like he did not like the fact that I was not willing to just be like, Oh, bye Elena. Like, yeah. There you have it. Yeah, which, I mean, right there, you can't be breaking girl code. Guys, if your girl is going to go out for a girl's night, you can't be just popping up and being like, hey, how goes it? Usually, I get it. Nowadays, people are, you know, worried about cheating and this, that, and the other. Take it from me and Gory. Literally, our idea of a girl's night was we would go out, like we've told you guys before about the mall crawl. We'd go out. We'd hit up a few bars. We would get some drinks. We would be dancing, and we would go home and get taco bell on the way home yeah taco bell was a very important part of the routine exactly but there was not nothing uh shifty shady unlike the rest of the things we're about to tell you the rest of this uh podcast but 
Um, yeah, so he, okay, so very, being the vindictive man he was, he was mad. I, I re rejected him, quote unquote, even though I didn't invite him to come there. <laughs> and um, he starts making out with this chick on the dance floor in front of me that he literally just met. And I was like, really? Like, really? To get Are back you at you. That? To get back at you. What kind of what kind of revenge is that? Yeah. And I, I was a little upset. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that's crappy. Like, I was I had been dating this guy for, like, I think a couple of months at this point. And he's just going to, like, make out with some girl in front of me. Like, yeah. Okay. And she wasn't even pretty. I mean, at all. Like, this is some girl where you could tell she was for the streets, you guys. <laughs> no, that's half of our hometown, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We used to be part of that Copper Hill street life, baby. <laughs> Lord. There's actually a town center mall where I live now. And every time I drive by the sign, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, it gives me flashbacks. Memories. Um, <laughs> but yeah so then i you know I, I was upset i didn't actually like cry or anything but then our friend from high school was like are you gonna cry over a hot dog shirt and he's like no you're better than that and i was just like okay like solid advice i guess i mean so. it was it was somewhat solid and when when we say hot dog i don't think these the people don't understand we were talking it had the condiments it had the bun I'm literally going to try to find, like, a picture of this shirt online so I can, like, superimpose it here and be like, this this atrocity of a shirt, like, you thought this was a good idea. We're just going to make it the cover photo for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to it. Like, you know, I'm all for a guy who's got, like, kind of a funky barbecue shirt where it's got flamingos or whatever, but you do not show up in a full-blown. This guy looked like he worked at Hot Dog on a Stick. He could have worked there. Get him one of those little pinwheel hats and call it a day. Yes. That that 100% happened. Now, diving into why. Shady men. Well, actually, you know, the ironic part of this whole thing is we wanted to have this kind of conversation about dating convicts and, like, you know, people with a shady past. Ironically, this man was a cop. So... Starting off What's with ironic. that kind of What's ironic is we're going to talk about him this week. Stay tuned next week for Corey Tick's convicts in the lane of, I won't say that because my mother may listen to this, with felons. Anyway, okay. But shady, shady shit. Let's talk about it. So perfect example, hot dog shirt guy. He shows up all because she says where she is. Now this can go either way. Guys. Listen up, ladies, if you're listening, you do not need to tell him where you are every second of every day. That is borderline creepy and stalkerish. If he doesn't trust you to go out at all ever without him, that's a problem. So <laughs> I cannot believe I'm going to expose half these secrets I know. I mean, I was going to say, let's start with sharing locations. I know a lot of couples that share locations. Recently, I've learned of a secret way to, if you're listening, listen up, get a pen, get a paper, write this down. You know how, Corey, when you go in and you're going to share your location with someone, it will send them a text, um, like, honey, like you get a little note in the text messages that like so-and-so started sharing your location with you. Yeah. Okay. You don't want your boyfriend to know like, oh, I need to know where he is. Like, I don't want to be that girl. I don't want to be that guy. Like, where's, where's my girl at? 
here's what you're going to do. Cause you can't delete your conversation. And what are you going to say? Oh, your phone must have glitched. No, no, no. You guys, here's what you're going to do. You are going to share your loc his, her, whatever your significant others location with your best friend, your trusty Alliance, take it to the grave. Best friend. You are going to share their location with them. They will get a text and it will say like that this random number is sharing the location with them. That's all. Delete the text. They never know. They never knew. So now if you're like, huh, where's my boo at? Let me tell you, you send a quick little message to your, to your boys, to your bestie. You know where your friends are. You, you know where they're at. You know what they're doing. And they never, ever have to know that you're a lunatic. Unless you listen to the podcast, um, then you may know that now. That's actually like high key crazy, but smart. Crazy. If you need it, you're welcome. High key yeah. crazy. High key, you're going to be looking like a lunatic, but it works. I've also seen people who go into the settings on an iPhone and they um, <clears throat> now. I should preface all of this with saying, if you feel the need to do these things, you should probably just break up because <laughs> <laughs> because more than likely, this relationship has already gone toxic. My These are my toxic tips with Elena. But if you want to be toxic, go ahead and go into the settings. Under the messages, you'll notice that you can totally have... Uh, the red receipts or the receipts of the text messages, not red receipts, the receipts of the messages, they can get sent uh, to another number as well. Because that's how people have it where you get your texts on your uh, Mac, your phone, your Apple Watch, so on and so forth. It's delivering them to all these three locations, whatever, what have you. You throw in another number. Now, let it be your own or whoever you trust. And now you're getting all of the receipts of the conversations that this person is sending and receiving. So chat ain't getting away with much now. So I have a friend actually who caught their significant other cheating through, um, what's it called? There's a specific term. Um, it's called your significant locations. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. What is this? Um, I know for sure it's an iPhone thing. I don't know if it's on Android, but basically, you know, your phone tracks you everywhere you go. Um, mm -hmm. And there's this profile called your significant locations. And unless you've turned it off and it's in like a really weird location, you wouldn't think to look for it in your settings. Um, it's under your location services and privacy, it looks like. But it keeps track of everywhere you go. Um, and then places you go often become a, you know, significant location, quote unquote. So if you're, you know, going over to the same person's house over and over because you're cheating, um, that's going to become one of your significant locations. And so they like checked on this. They saw this random address that their boyfriend kept going to. And they were like, okay, that's sus. Like they already were suspicious, obviously, that they were going through the phone. They thought they were cheating. and. Um, so they saw there was like actually a specific time they were going there all the time too. So wow. waited out front and, you know, watched their boyfriend pulled up and found out he was cheating. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I guess that's also another little toxic tip. If you're suspicious, your significant other is cheating on you, you can uh, check through their significant locations if they're going somewhere. Exactly. And these aren't things where we're saying, go out and be shady. You know, we're not saying go out and cheat or be cheated on. We're not talking about those things. We're talking about these things that you guys need to know because you may be like totally secure in this relationship. Your man, your girl may be going through your phone and checking these things and you're going to be like, she's a lunatic. Um, Needless to say, I definitely check to see if my significant locations are off and they are. So um, if you're my boo, you uh, guess, well, that's not true. He has my location. Never mind. I was gonna say my boyfriend already has my location. Like I've already uh, <laughs> forfeited that. If right you're dating here. Corey and I, I guess you're in a healthy relationship. Sorry, none of these tips will work for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Elena has my location, and my boyfriend. I had to delete my mom because she was driving me insane. <laughs> she asked me, to, "Do you remember?" Oh my god. Okay, total side note on this entire thing. Do you remember when you and I would go out? We'd be doing some, you know, some shady things. Not like shady, like cheat on things we were talking hanging out with some interesting characters some uh how would you put this <laughs> questionable choices and uh, i would turn my location off and my mom would start panicking she'd be like i thought you were dead in a ditch like and i was like no mom i was just hanging out with like the head honchos of the drug cartel don't worry about it like <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, you, mom's having your location. I don't know if that's ever a good idea. You know, definitely have your best friend have your location, but your yeah. mom more than likely is going to at some point drive you crazy because they can oh, see where you are all the time. Yeah. If you were <laughs> under the age of 21, even, whatever, do, do you know, probably should have your mom because I don't really trust your friends back then. I could tell you right now. Friends from high school, I don't think I have any. Um, I mean, I knew Corey in high school, but we were nowhere near what we are now. Inseparable. But, you know, once you're out of that stage, like, send it to your sibling, like, or your best friend or whatever. Like, my sister has my location, and she doesn't bother the living crap out of me. Corey has my location, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Um. So I just got a notification that we're having some feedback, apparently. Let me see if I can move this back. Um, while we're doing that, though, we should definitely talk about the, the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the good old Snapchat. Oh, my what gosh. toxic app. Both are away. Where do we even begin? Toxic Snapchat. I mean, it now is showing you who your top friends are. It now will show you locations. I mean, it's been doing that for years. It's crazy. And that all being said, um, it, it's insane that you can literally watch people's Snapchat score go up, but then they're not responding to you. And you're like, hmm, that's a little interesting. So. All I'm going to say, and this is something new I've I've started, and I can tell you I said this even, like, when I first started dating my now boyfriend. I said, I just love being 27 and being asked for my Snapchat. 
Like, I don't want your Snapchat. I have a 401k. I'm not trying to talk about stupid Snapchat emotes with you. Okay? We all know what Snapchat's for. If you're sending in the dirty pics and everything else, you guys, and you're thinking, oh, my God, he's only doing this for me. No, sis. No. He's sending it to literally a group of girls and going down and just tap, tap, tap that line. That roster is getting filled up. And that is where the shady people are hiding. That is where the people are living. Messages, comments, conversations, they all get deleted after 24 hours. If that isn't suspect enough for you to be like, if you're in your 30s, your late 20s, freaking your 40s, and you are still being like, what's your snap, baby girl? Run for the hills. Literally run for the hills. Yeah, you know, and that was, became a huge red flag for me, like when I would uh, meet someone new on a dating app, and that was the first thing they asked for. Like, I do get, like, sometimes you're like, eh, I don't know if I want this person having my phone number, but um, at the same time, social media is also more personal, I feel like, um, actually, than versus having someone's phone number. And then it's a lot easier to just block someone. Like, you give someone your Instagram, they have access to your whole life. They have access to your friends, your family. Mm -hmm. So, in reality... you tag... Yeah, if you're thinking, you know, safety precautions, phone numbers actually probably less sketchy than giving them your socials. Absolutely. Absolutely. I um I would say this, if you're planning on having your socials in your bio for a dating profile, then put your profile on private or make sure if you're like no, I want to keep it open, whatever. I don't care. There's nothing really like that I want to hide. That's fine. But make sure you're going through each day and like seeing who follows you because sometimes there are some really shifty people out there. Um, you know, there's there's tons of people that are out there just to scam you. There's tons of people that are out there who are crazy and will show up places and will use photos to find out where you are and literally can retrace your steps. Um, so like Corey said, it is actually safer um like we kind of talked about last week we were talking about the graveyard you can block people um literally so easy nowadays on phones you don't need to deal with them um you know and and so it's almost a safer bet that way they can't message your mom or know who your friends are or start following your friends and things like that 100 percent agree with that and you know what the first thing that came to my mind was is sandbar and uh that person you ended up running into on a dating app after that my gosh okay let's dive into that story so we we will uh we'll call him uh, i don't even know we'll call him sergeant player that's what we'll call him so sergeant (laughs) yeah we'll just call him good old sergeant player so this this is out in arizona okay you guys we are Corey has just come out. I've lived here like not even four months. Okay. I barely know anything. I have like no idea about anywhere to go. Like this is not my hometown. I'm still adjusting. Whatever. So I take Corey to the very few places I've been to. Um, so we go to this, this bar. Um, it's like a restaurant that turns into a bar, like club. Um, if you're not getting, like, if you haven't picked up on that, that's clearly, like, our vibe. <laughs> but we go to this place. It's a Mexican place. Again, if you haven't picked up on that, again, that's probably our vibe. Um, but we show up. 
and we're dancing, whatever. Corey and I, like I said, we tend to mind to ourselves. We don't really stray from each other. Um, it's very rare that I'm not by her and vice versa, or like, even if one of us is getting drinks for, um, like each other, we always have eyes on each other. We're never really apart. Um, and that's just something for safety because you just never know. Now, this is not like a bad place is not in the ghetto, whatever, but somebody comes up and says, you know, let's, let's dance, whatever invites us up to the VIP section. We're thinking, oh, you know, I think he thinks he's going to flatter us, but we're from LA. <laughs> and as Corey chuckles, that's not very much a flatter to us. Like, oh, wow. You invited us up at like, you know, a, uh, a Mexican restaurant where they serve chimichangas. Like, oh, thanks. Like, we're up at the bottle service. Like, whatever. So we go up there. We're dancing, whatever. He's kind of, like, hitting on on me. He's hitting on Corey. It's a, it's a weird circumstance, okay? And then this guy, when I tell you, he was trying to put out that, like, big D energy. He flips out his wallet and we're thinking, here come like $100 bills. He's rich. He's a sugar daddy. No, you guys, he freaking whips out his wallet and he has a badge. And I'm thinking, have I committed any crimes today? No. So I'm like, huh, well, this can't be a setup. So what is happening? He's like, I'm a sergeant. I'm a sergeant for a, a and I won't say where, but, you know, a local city, um, fairly big city PD out here. And, uh, okay, you know, again, I mean, Corey and I both um, come from lines where we have police, law enforcement, military, whatever, what have you, first responders, I guess, in general, in our families. So, like, that's not really, <laughs> I mean, I feel bad saying that, but, like, that's not, like, a big, like, ooh, impressive. Like, that's what you do. That's fine. Like, I don't, that's cool, whatever. But it gets worse. Corey, tell the people who the other girls were up at this freaking table. So, also how I remember the whole badge thing playing out is this guy got really handsy with us and was trying to make us touch his arms and chest. And I, like, I want to fucking none of this. <laughs> I just cussed. I'll have to bleep. Um, we've been cussing. I don't even know. Yeah, we have, but we don't do it very much. So, like, I mean, whatever. We'll put like eighteen plus on the bottom graph. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's she's right. This guy was like aggressive when you say like aggressively, yeah, like very give aggressive. me a kiss on the cheek, love on me. And Corey and I, <laughs> like, um, if you haven't picked up, Corey and I, we're not like the nice girls that you try that kind of shit with. Um, we were like. Ew. Like, literally, we were like, oh, we're going to leave. Like, we're going to go back down to where we were dancing. Like, this has been fun. Peace and blessings. Yeah. Like, we we're both just giving each other the side eye. Like, what is this guy's deal? And he's literally trying to, like, grab our hands and, like, put them on his chest. And I'm just like, uh, we're good on this. And so I think that was literally the moment. Like, we were turning to leave because we were like, nah. And <laughs> this man literally whips out his badge and is like, I don't know, power tripping on it, like being like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I I'm was just sergeant. like, like, you need to do what I want. And we're like, like you're okay. in a bar. My father outranks you and <laughs> I'm about to call him. Like I said, we come from certain things, especially a Corey where, 
you just, I mean, I know more about like military life and things like that. Corey has got the police stuff down. So when you try and pull that crap on her, she is not impressed. That is not like a power trip. Get a grip. So at this point, I don't know, it was, it was really uncomfortable. And we were standing there and there was two girls in their section already. And one of them was like, oh, like, just come up here, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, like, I, we could definitely felt, feel there was some, like, weird vibes going on. And yes. so he actually had walked away at this point. And so we're talking to, to these pick two, more victims. Literally, he's trying to go, like, get someone else to touch him, apparently, because we were not. Um, so we go over to talk to these two girls. One of them was his wife. His um, wife, you guys, his wife. And when we tell you, let me just give you this little tidbit so you can fully imagine this. His wife in a Sunday dress. We're talking church dress in the club. It yeah, was full was on bringing Easter Coles, Coles cash dress in the club. And she goes, that's my husband. Yeah, and we were just so like, oh my god! And then we both felt like terrible instantly because obviously she just watched this whole thing play out in front of us, and um, she was really freaking adorable and so so nice, and you know, really embarrassed about everything. And she was like, "I caught him cheating on me. Like, I'm planning on divorcing him." Blah blah blah. And we're like, "Yeah, like tomorrow, divorce him." We're like, do you want us to help you? She pulls up photos, you guys, of their wedding picture. She shows us their three children. <laughs> yeah, and it was just, like, so bizarre. And he's, like, out gallivanting, trying to find other women at this point. And um, I had a, a decent amount to drink at this point and was making, well, I'll take you home and jokes to her. Um, so... Uh, yeah, she, she was just a sweetheart and we felt terrible. Like both yeah. of us have been in that position and we know what it's like to, you know, well, maybe not to that extent. I don't think we, either of us ever, you know, we're in a club with our cheating husbands, but <laughs> watching them on other women. Well, yeah. Why was that? It was never that obvious. <laughs> they were pulling more of the shady shit we talked about earlier, but yeah, we were mortified. We were absolutely mortified because we felt so bad for her. And on the flip side, after when we were driving home, we were like, I don't even know why you would go out with your husband if you know he behaves in that manner. Like, I would just stay home. Like, if you know he's a scumbag, he's a scumbag. And I know for a fact that, you know, I know this story's about a guy, but I know there's girls that do the same crap where they don't care. They go out and the liquid courage takes over and whatever, what have you. But... Fast forward, how, how long after that was, was this is like before I matched with my now current boyfriend. Oh my God, so like almost a year ago now. So mm-hmm. months go down the road. Okay. We're thinking like whatever. And I matched with my now boyfriend um, on one of the dating apps. And um. <laughs> this is the craziest part is so at the top of the dating app you would see like the people that had liked you swiped right on you and i immediately see someone and i'm like i'm not attracted to him let's get that straight but do you ever have that moment where you see someone you're like 
I know you from somewhere. I can't put my finger on it. That familiar face. Where is it? You know? Um, and so I immediately screenshot and I said, Corey, do we, something about him, we know him or something, something is off. And like his bio was real weird. His pictures were super douchey, but I mean, anyway, I send it and, and Corey, who, who was it on, uh, the good old tenderoni? It was, uh, Mr. Sarge. He, you know, had made a tender and I actually, to this day, I'm still friends with his wife on Instagram and she's oh, doing well. She divorced him. So <laughs> shout out to her. <laughs> Thank God. But yeah, she, uh, when when I tell you that that Corey put two and two together and then I had the just jaw dropping what the hell why are you on here and then not only that but when we see this like Corey said she's friends with his now ex-wife um she goes on the page they were not divorced you guys at the time they were still very much married mm-hmm. and he still very much was like flaunting that he's a sergeant and this, that, and the other. It was a nightmare, you guys. It was an absolute nightmare. So, I mean, long story short, if you're going to be shady, nine out of ten times, your girl, your guy, you're going to get caught. Like, you're literally, you're going to get caught. I mean, I know you you had that one friend that found out through the locations. I mean, I've had people find out through text messages which to me it's like so early like 2010 years when you would just be lucky like that i had to look through my ex's apple watch while he was sleeping (laughs) that i bought him by the way so technically it was her own property yeah i went through my ex's phone when he was taking a shower and i that's how i found that and i was like well 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 but i mean there were a lot of like key signs of of things that were shady. He started getting real shifty about his phone. He wouldn't like leave his phone anywhere. And that's something where guys and girls both tend to be kind of guilty of. Um, like if your significant other doesn't have your like phone password, that's probably a red flag. <laughs> if your uh, significant other insist that they have their phone with them 24 7 in the bathroom like they never let that thing out of their pocket even when you're next to them probably a red flag if they're looking at something and like they don't want to show you and they're like i'll just send it to you another red flag i mean what else Corey? would you say i think you know personally you need to introspectively take a moment if there's a reason you're not willing to let your partner look through your phone like why um you know even if you're like oh i'm not doing anything shady you're subconsciously doing something you're not proud of that you don't want them to see your phone Mm -hmm. and um i think that's a big deal but for me the biggest shift was a like his phone never had a password on it and then all of a sudden it did and i was like okay i was like that's weird Definitely the the taking the phone, being really careful about where the phone is and having eyes on it. Um, I mean, my ex really stopped caring. Like, he literally stopped coming. We lived together, and he stopped coming home some nights. So, obviously, you're doing something if you're not sleeping here next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just, like, if suddenly their schedule changes really dramatically and, like, nothing else in their life's changed, they're working the same job, whatever, and all of a sudden... You know, they're working till nine 
probably they're not working till nine. Yeah, be suspicious. And this is something where I strongly encourage it for not just girls, but in, in guys as well, because girls will think like, you know, oh, he's just a friend or whatever. You guys, nine out of ten times, he's not just a friend. He's an ex that they've become friends because of whatever. It, it's never a, they're just a friend they knew. You know, it, it's few and far between that you'll have that that be the real case. Um, you know, like for me, um, and, and I'll, I'll tidbit this, I guess. We'll, we'll throw this in here. For me and my boyfriend, he has my location now. I don't have his. Here's why. And this is where I'm going to say you need to be understanding of certain circumstances. What he does is something that you really don't want to have any location services on your phone if you're dealing with the people that you're dealing with. <laughs> um, not to go into too much detail. If you're dealing with those types of people, the people that you're, you know, that he's dealing with are not the type of people that are just going to be like, I'm going to go on his Instagram and find things. These are the type of people that will hack your phone. These are the type of people that will know where you live um, and, you know, will find out anything and everything and hold it against you and use it against you. Um, so, again, circumstances are going to differ. So we're not going to say like, oh, if he's not sharing it with you for any reason at all, then he's suspect. No, I mean, you know, be understanding of certain things. However, there, there's a big difference. Another one that I think we should talk about too is, and this is something Corey and I both had uh, near near the end of our toxic relationships. They stop posting you. Oh my gosh. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Let's talk about it. Talk about yeah. it. I mean, hell, we used to be posting them all the time. Oh, that's my life. And all of a sudden, they're not accepting the tags on Facebook. Like, your photos aren't on their profile. You're no longer, like, being posted about. Like, you're going out on dates with them. And, like, it's not being posted anywhere. And you're like, this is weird. Yeah. That one really, really bothered me. Um, which I don't know why I didn't cross my mind. But um started not wanting to be in photos with me at all even like didn't want to take the photos to begin with and then uh all the photos of us disappeared off all the social medias and uh i was like okay so we're just pretending i don't exist now um but definitely if suddenly they're they're if they go as far to delete you off everything they've already broken up with you to others <laughs> They've told oh. others you are no longer together. <laughs> or that things aren't really going well and, you know, we'll see what happens. If anybody says, like, oh, you know, like, I'm not sure how it's going to go. We'll see. Like, whatever happens, happens. Like, if they are telling you any sort of hint, any sort of sign that they're insecure in this relationship, I am telling you right now, it's because in their mind, the relationship is over. <laughs> like, um, Yeah, no, if if you're girl your guy whatever is not posting anything about you and i'm not saying like date one that's soon but like you guys have been together a year six months and he's never posted you at all anywhere ever there's something to that story why are you not posting me are you embarrassed of me what's the situation or better yet who are you hiding me from <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, I mean, we could go into this for hours, literally the things that, that we had been through experienced, um, if phone calls start being really shifty, <laughs> do you remember those that were all the, like, all of a sudden he gets a call and then he walks outside and you're like, the hell, like, who are you talking to that? You can't just sit here like, and talk to me. Um, those are our other things I've seen. Um, going back to the apps, I had no idea that all of the bros and all of the hoes live on WhatsApp. Um, WhatsApp is an app where you can literally message people and they literally can do the same thing as Snapchat, only you can send pictures and they can last longer. You can hide them on your phone. Um, I mean, hell, even iPhones now, they have a hidden uh, face, like ID only pro, um, not profile, but like album in your, in your phone. So like, you really can never be too careful. And it's sad really that we're, we have to be this careful in this day and age. Um, people are really deceitful and you really can't trust that what they're saying is entirely the truth. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's hard, too, when you've gone through a really rough relationship or bad breakup to bounce back from that in a healthy way um, when you're in a new relationship because you do, you know, flash back to kind of that stuff and, like, every little thing starts feeling like, oh, like, they're uninterested or whatever, and, you know, it can be hard to let go of that stuff, so... Um, while I think it's good to always be cautious, I also think it's important to not let that stuff dictate your life forever and mm -hmm. be stuck, uh, in the past. Yeah. You have to definitely give people the benefit of the doubt. You definitely do need to, um, understand that sometimes it's not fair to portray the baggage that you carry from another relationship onto this new person because they aren't the person that hurt you or caused trauma to you or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, and so you really, honestly, the only thing we, I can tell you, and I'm sure Corey, you're going to agree with me on this one is trust your gut. I mean, that's really it. You can't, like, don't be comparing that person, like, oh, they remind me of so-and-so, and that's how he used to be, and he was, you know, a terrible person, he's such a piece of strat, that's how he used to treat me. Trust your gut. Like, if is he really treating you like a piece of shit, or is he having a bad day? And you're thinking he's treating you that way. Are you having an argument, or is he really yelling at you? Because that's something for me, I know I struggled with for a while, where I'd be like, anytime there was an argument, I'd be like, oh my god, he's yelling at me. And it wasn't anything like that. And Corey would have to talk me off the ledge. She'd be like, okay, hey, you're being a little overdramatic. <laughs> We're going to chill. It's uh, important to take that, that step back and to have someone you can kind of be like, am I being crazy right now? And they can honestly tell you like, yeah, you need to calm down. Because um, it, it's very hard to be to move from a toxic relationship into a healthy one in a productive way. Cause you really do carry that kind of trauma, I guess, with you. Yeah. And um, it makes you want to fly off the handle really fast sometimes. And you just kind of have to <laughs> remove yourself from the situation for a minute and be like, okay, maybe I'm being crazy and I need to calm down. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 
I mean, it, it is important. Like it, the person that I go to obviously is you. And for that being said, you have to have somebody who's willing to play devil's advocate. It's a lot, uh, kind of going off what you said, it's easy to fly off the handle when you are the one that's emotionally invested. Okay. So my relationship is something that's between me and them. I'm emotionally invested, um, as it, are they now, if something happens and I'm like, let me bounce this off someone and see if like, am I overreacting? You know, those types of things. If I bounce it off Corey, she's not emotionally invested in this person. She's, you know, she wants my well-being, but she can also give me that outsider's point of view of, well, as somebody who wasn't there, but just from hearing, you know, what I'm hearing, this is what I think happened, or this is the misunderstanding. They nine out of 10 times can talk you off the ledge where you can both understand each other better because you have those emotions. Emotions are in high. When you're angry, people say stupid things and so on and so forth. Um, so I, I think that's actually a really good recommendation is having somebody that you can bounce ideas off of thoughts of, am I thinking too much into this? Am I overthinking, you know, and so on and so forth. But again, it goes back to, you have to trust your gut instinct because nine out of 10 times you're not wrong. Yeah. And you know, a person can't be a yes man. Like you can't have the person, you know, is going to agree with you and you're saying it to them because you know, they're going to agree with you. You do need to have the one friend that's going to be like, well, I can see why he was upset and I can see why you're upset. And here's what I feel about the situation from my perspective. Um, Cause that kind of allows you to, you know, actually get a perspective from someone who's not involved, like you were saying. And I think that's prevented me from losing my poop quite a few times. Cause um, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a hothead. Like there's been times I'm literally just like seething and I just want to like lose it. And can't I'm confirm. like, I can't confirm <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm like, Elena, I need you to calm me down. Like, am I being crazy? <laughs> and I'm like, Corey, put the shovel down. The grave didn't need to be that deep. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man. But you know, having, having someone you can bounce stuff off of and that's going to help you also just vent for a minute and kind of let it out of your system. So you're not venting to your partner. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. it's beneficial it's healthy to have someone but like Corey said you can't pick somebody um that's going to be um the yes man the oh my god sis leave him oh my god i can't believe you know you can't have that person that's going to constantly back you up because it, as great as it is to have people that care about you and back you up that's also not very healthy in the sense that you are not I don't know how to tell you this. I guess, like, spoiler alert, sound the horns, you are not always right. I know this is shocking. This is news for many people. Um, you know, you're not always in the right. And if you go into life and you continue through life thinking, like, well, my friend thinks, like, you know, this is what it should be and I'm always right, you're not going to have a healthy relationship if you're not willing to compromise and understand that you make mistakes, too, just like everybody else. <laughs> um you know, you can't go, guys, you can't go to, like, your boys and be like, let me talk about my girl. And if they're like, oh, yeah, dude, like, Lieber, she's such a hoe, like, <laughs> bros before hoes. Like, that's not beneficial for you to have a lasting relationship um, if that is what you are looking for. I, I know this is going to be a controversial topic and people are going to come for me for this one, too. But, um... 
I, you know, have a good friend that's a, a man and I will ask him like his perspective on things because I know it's probably going to align closer with my boyfriend's perspective. And um, he's definitely talked me off a, a few ledges uh, with that as well. Like he'll be like, well, have you thought about it like this? And have you explicitly said that you're feeling this? And I'm just like, no. So <laughs> um, have, like being able to talk to someone of the the opposite sex that might have closer perspective to what your significant other might be feeling can also be really helpful because man like we just don't get each other sometimes I feel like and, and it's true it's like that you remember that book way back when god we're gonna date ourselves here like men uh, women are from venus and men are from mars or whatever yeah. literally that could not be more true like i cannot tell you how many times my boyfriend will be like well what did you want me to do read your mind and i will look at him and yes. be like, <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> i thought you already did are we not together what the what what is this this is news to me um but it's true having somebody of that opposite sex for me um i honestly before now i used to bounce things off of my now brother-in-law and I'd be like, hey, like, you're a guy. You're a good guy. What the hell does this mean? I mean, is he, re is he really that dumb? Or, like, what happened? Was he dropped on his head? You also, know? yes. <laughs> also, yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, you have to have somebody to, to kind of get that alternate perspective. And, like, ladies, when I tell you, you literally have to, like, oh, my God, you think you're going to get backlash. I'm going to get backlash for this guys are very much like one-dimensional figures they handle like they don't feel how we do like i could feel sad angry frustrated irritated all at one time not and that's just four out of the 10 emotions i'm feeling at once when i tell you that your your boyfriend <laughs> feels angry the that's the end that's the end of that right there he's very much like that is all he sees so when you're like I can't believe you treated me this way. Well, he doesn't know what the hell that means because he doesn't even know what you're talking about. Like, they're very compartmentalized, <laughs> you know? Um, so having that that male figure or for a guy, having a female to kind of bounce things off of is super beneficial because guys don't understand, like, I can't just be like, all right, cool. Like, let's, you know, bro hug it out and be done. Like, I need to cry about it. I need to tell you I hate you. But, like, really, I don't hate you. It's like a whole emotional train wreck, um, you know, and and so for guys, that's something that is difficult to navigate, too. So I strongly recommend guys having somebody that they can bounce things off of as well, whether it be um, a really good friend, a sister, uh, whatever. You know, if, if you're not someone who keeps like friends of the opposite sex, that's whatever. Uh, totally your choice. Don't really care. But you need to have somebody that you can talk to um, about those things because... Corey knows I've had many a times where I'm like, hmm, this seems kind of shady. Do you think I should go and like go on a stakeout? <laughs> and she has to be like, no, we're not going to do that, you know? Um, but it, it's trusting your gut. I know that sometimes too, when you think something's going on, take a step back, realize, is it something that I genuinely feel or am I portraying it from a past emotion, a past feeling? Um, and when in doubt, literally you have to talk it out. <laughs>
Yeah. So, I mean, I I think that's the best that we can give them for for this little uh, segment of our episode. Yeah, I think we've covered pretty well all the the sneakiness and uh, getting around shady shit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be don't be doing shady shit. Don't be playing musical chairs with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other. Um, and make sure you guys drop us a follow. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Ladies, if you want Corey and I to do some freaking recon on your man, slide in the messages. No, I'm kidding. We're not going to do that. But for the right price, I'm- we can. <laughs> Like, speak for yourself. I'm a little <laughs> FBI that moto. FBI, yeah, literally. Guys, listen up. If you don't think your girlfriend can be hired by the FBI and be better than the CIA, I'm telling you right now, she can. Um, but shoot us messages, let us know next things you want us to talk about. We've got tons of topics, ideas we want. Uh, let us know what you guys want to hear. Shoot us your stories, shoot us your dateline level crap we want to hear it um so next week should we tell them i mean we kind of hinted at it yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about the uh people you've dated with a shady past to say the least yeah i'll give you i'll we'll we'll end it on a on a, a good old song sung to you by by yours truly Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when Corey and Elena come to date you? So uh, stay tuned. We will catch you guys on the next one. Ooh.